last time we had Will Cheddar from Stewartville on just to talk about his basketball recruiting. And then I thought it was really, really good conversation toward the end of that podcast where he started talking about the social issues in the country and the, you know, the riots and the protests that have been going on in Minneapolis in the wake of George Floyd dying at the hands of a, a Minneapolis police officer. And that kind of inspired me to try to get our next guest on the podcast. And we're going to have Gabe Madsen, one of the best players in Mayo basketball history. He is going to go play basketball at Cincinnati. He's a sharpshooter. He's, he's outstanding. But his work off the court was really inspiring. And so he's going to hop on the podcast with us and he's going to chat about all of the different all of the different aspects that he's trying to bring change in our world. He's been up in the Twin Cities raising money, giving food. He was there protesting. I think it was really important, a really good conversation. So without further ado, the Post Bulletin's chat with Gabe Madsen, the Mayo basketball star. All right, Gabe, appreciate you hopping on with us today. But of course. What, what was that experience like for you to head up to the Twin Cities and protest? Right. Yeah, I mean, so that was like the second time. So we went up. Uh, when that like whole semi thing happened, when the semi came like into the crowd of people, um, so that was like the second time we went up. But you know, like the reason we went up a second time, you know, I just felt like I wanted to do more with you know like the platform that I have. You know, obviously it's not like a huge platform, but it's uh, relatively speaking, it's like pretty big. So like I, f- I figured I just wanted to do something to with that platform to help uh, help people out. So. You know, I just put out there. I said, "Okay, who wants who wants to help?" You know, like a lot of you know, like a lot of people want to help, but they just don't know how sometimes. So you just gotta. I just kind of figured, I'll be that bridge for these people. I'll just like give them this place that they can help, and I, you know, so we raised way more money than we thought, and yeah, I mean, it was it was yeah, it was an like going up and seeing because it's just history right now, like what is happening. Like I hope that this is like a like a like a turning point. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's history and it's like right in our backyard. So, um, it was definitely, uh, it was definitely something to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I think we should start at the beginning and right. you know, we're, we're around the same age when, when I see that video come out of George Floyd, you know, my first yeah. thought was like, wait, that's in Minneapolis. That's an hour away. Yeah. What was your first yeah. thought? Yeah. I mean, like you see all the videos and everyone is just like awful, but like, this one just felt a little different because it's like so close to home, um, and like you know it's you know it's happening all the time. But like to see that happen in your backyard, basically, um, and then just to see everything going like it's a now it's a war, it's all around the world. Everybody knows Minneapolis and what happened. Everybody knows George Floyd and what happened. So for it to happen in your backyard, basically, is it really hits close to home and just I mean you know it happens all the time, but like. For it to happen so close is, is a little different, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think sometimes it's easy for everybody to hop on like this board, like, oh, we're all going to go protest. Right, but right, I, feel right, like, right, yeah. I feel like it's something that if you wanted to go up there, it had to be something that you've kind of been thinking about for a while. Right. You know what I mean? I feel like right. th- this wasn't just a one-time thing for you. This has been a big right. part of what you're, no, you brought yeah. up, right? For sure. I mean, like, I've always talked about, like, I can remember when I was, like, a little kid when we went up to protest at the Capitol in Madison. And we were protesting, like, Governor Walker, and, like, and we were, like, I can remember chanting, like, show me what democracy looks like. And I was, like, I don't even know what that means. I was up there chanting. So, like, it's always been, like, a part of me. And I just really believe, like, you know, like, that's one of the best things as people, you know, like, like, that's, like, I saw this quote, and it was, like, the, the people in power or something, no, like, the people in power 
don't have as much power as the people or something. You know, mm-hmm. It's so true. Like, like as people, we have so more power than we really realize. And I think you, you see that with all the, like, obviously we aren't where we want to be, but we've gotten like changes, you know, like we got all four people arrested. We got it moved from third degree to second degree. Mm-hmm. Uh, now the uh, city council in Minneapolis is talking about dis- or defunding the police system. And that's like what we're pushing for. And so you see it happen. So like, I just feel so strongly about, no going out and protesting for what you believe in because yeah. I feel like you can really get changes from that. One thing that I saw was it felt like, you know, maybe like the protests or the riots are like the voice of the unheard a little bit. Right. Is, is yes. that kind of what yeah, you... Yeah, MLK saying. Yeah, is that what yes. kind of what you feel? Yeah, I feel like, you know, um, I just have said so many times, like, you know, there's so many people saying like, oh, why are people rioting? But like, it's, who are they to say like, like... As a white person in this society, I'm obviously not going to be out there protest or rioting. It's not my place, but I can't understand. I mean, like I I can empathize, but I cannot understand the um, the feeling of oppression or just the anger that uh, black the black community and brown community has felt from the oppression from 400 years. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I feel like this is just kind of it's. I feel like it's almost like the straw that broke the camel's back. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's kind of like the last one, like. This is like the riot, like obviously there's been riots before, but this is just like, it's all over the country. Yeah. You know, like in different cases where it's been like, it's just been in that city, but it's like all over the country, rioting is yeah. happening. Yeah. So like the, the that saying, the MLK saying, it's just so true. It's like, you don't want to listen to us. You don't want to listen to us protest. You like, people are saying, ripping on Colin Kaepernick for peacefully protesting and they didn't want to listen then. So maybe they'll listen now, right? Like we've been on her for so long maybe you'll hear us now. So yeah. I feel like that's just a, such a strong quote and it really is uh, ringing true for right now. Yeah. Um, I Obviously, we're not going to post this video, but for our, our listeners, right. you're wearing a change hat. It's C-H-N-G-E yeah, yeah. right now. Like, yeah. where, where'd right. you get that from? Is that is that new? Yeah, so this is... No, yeah, the, no, I've had this for a long time. This is a, a brand that I really love. They just, uh, they just have such a great message and um, they... Uh, like they make their clothes in the right way. Like they don't like they do as little as possible for them, mm-hmm. but like to hurt the environment. Like all their packaging is like zero waste and stuff. So and I just like just like last week they just had like a sale and it was like everything on the on the site. Like all proceeds were going to Black Lives Matters uh, mm-hmm. organization. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I just really love the, what they do and they yeah. just do like all the right stuff. So yeah, I had to rip that. So. Yeah, there we go. So. Uh... Were you surprised with the outpouring of support you got when you're raising money to, you know, buy groceries? I mean, yeah. seventeen hundred bucks is a lot of money. Yes. So, like, I put out, like, I saw, like, people were doing the um, reclaim the black fundraiser, and it was like this bingo chart. I don't know if you probably saw that. Mm-hmm. It was like all over. But um, so I reached out to one of the girls that I saw was doing that, and I was like, okay, like, because I, I never really use Venmo or anything like that. So I set up my first Venmo account for this, but like, I was just like, okay, like what are you doing? Like explain it to me. But she said like they're, they were claiming black. They were like, they weren't taking donations cause they were overfunded. So mm-hmm. I would just put out there. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to say whoever wants to donate, like I'll take it. And I'm, this is what I'm going to do with it. And I said, okay, first day, the goal is $300. So I was like, that's pretty good. First day I got a thousand dollars. So I was like, wow. Okay. This is way more than I expected. So yeah, I mean like I, I knew I had like a little, I had a platform, like I said mm-hmm. before but like with Cincinnati and everything. So like I had so many people from Cincinnati donate and just, it was way more than I ever expected. So I'm just so thankful that, you know, like I said, like people want to help, but they just sometimes don't know how. So yeah, it's good to just show people what they can do. So I think it's, 
I think now is an interesting time with sports because I, I mean, we right. see Dame Lillard speaks out. We've seen LeBron has right. obviously been very outspoken. Yes. How do you embrace that? You know what I mean? Like knowing that you do have right. a platform, knowing that like what you say kind of has some power sometimes. How do you embrace right. that, or how do you have to be a little bit more careful with what you say? Right, right, yeah, for sure. I mean, like obviously my platform's not as big as those guys, but like obviously there's kids watching me and like looking up to me, and like it's hard to like. Like, I, I can remember to when I was a little kid, and I was looking up to kids on my dad's team, you know? So, like, obviously I have a little bit more plas- bigger platform than those kids. So, like, it's hard to, like, when I'm in this situation right now, it's hard to, like, think back to, like, when I was, like, a little kid looking up. But, like, I know there's, like, little kids out there, like, yeah. there's kids my age even. Mm-hmm. And so it's just, like, I can use this in the right way or I can not, you know? There's, like, I see a lot of kids who are not doing the right thing, and I see that, and... You know, I just know that people are watching, and mm-hmm. um, it's just really about how I want to use it. So I feel like, like you said, like like all these professional athletes, like that's who I'm looking up to, and I know that there's kids looking up to me. So it's just like I try to do as much as I can with what I with the platform I had. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I feel like that was a good way to uh, use the platform just to you know raise a little bit of money to help out. So yeah, uh, how do you think that sports can help us? You know, because eventually, you know, so, you know, I, I'm kind of in this t- time when I see everybody's protesting, right. and it's good that they're protesting. But a part of me also looks right. at it and go, "Well, will these people care in three months? You know what I mean? Right, right, yeah. How do you yeah, feel like sure. we can have like a long-term change, and can sports help that? Yeah, I, I think you know, sports has such a big impact on people, and I feel like we're really seeing that with how like it's just kind of come to an end recently, and mm-hmm. people how much they miss it and stuff. But yeah, I mean. Uh, I keep seeing all over on like Twitter and stuff like like you'll support us now when it's like trendy right like you're going to support Black Lives Matter when it's trendy are you going to support it like later on and I was like like the biggest thing we can do right now is just like educate ourselves and um, I was I've listened to this uh, audible book it's the white fragility book it's like really hot right now like um, and they're just talking about like um like, as white people in society, like, we got to fix what we create. Like, we created this. We're, it's the reason this is happening in our country. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe not our generation, but it's, or maybe not you. You don't feel like it's you. But, like, if you just stay complacent as a white person, you're like, like I don't know how to say it. Like, um, if you're not actively trying to, like, fix what you're doing, or if mm-hmm. you're not act- actively trying to fix racism, and you're just complacent with how it is, then you're racist. Like, right. Because you're not trying to fix the the um, systemic racism that, that cripples our country, so um, I feel like we just need to like educate ourselves and you know like obviously it's fresh right now, but like when it's not fresh in a month, are you still going to be there to fight for it? So yeah, sports is going to be sports is going to be have such a huge platform for this, and you know yeah, uh, hopefully they just use that in the right way, continue to keep keep fighting for it. Yeah, it kind of, I kind of, it kind of goes back to like the whole, you know, if if we really care about this long term, then this is something that we're gonna do. Like, we might not have been the problem, but we can certainly be part of the solution, right? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Like, like I've seen so many. Like, this is the end of the our generation is the where it has to stop, and I like I I hope that that's true. You know, like. It's easy to say, and it's even harder to do. Mm-hmm. Like, if we really want to make a change, like we can't just we can't just stop after 
a couple of weeks. Like we have to keep fighting. It's mm-hmm. gonna be a long. It's gonna be a long journey. Mm-hmm. And like, I just recently put out on Instagram and I said like, um, I just love the no justice, no peace. And like, I'm all about peace. You know, like I, I put like peace out there all the time. You know, um, but I just like love that word. Like, like we like. I hope someday we can live in peace. But like mm-hmm. until then, when there's like no justice. Like, I'm going to fight for justice until the day I die for everybody. Uh, that's just what I stand for, and I think that's so important. And if there's not justice, then there's not peace. And right. yeah. um, I just hope someday that before, I, before I'm before i gone, I can see that happen. But yeah. if there's not, I'm going to keep fighting for it. So. At, when you uh, see the outpouring of support from Cincinnati and all the, those people, right. did that maybe – Re, like maybe kind of show you that hey I made the right decision with my school did that make you feel a little yes. bit better yes yes for sure I mean there were just so many people like I want to say like probably like close to 50% of the people that donated were probably Cincinnati people which was like amazing and they were just like oh I can't wait can't wait for you to get to Cincinnati uh, like thank you for using your platform stuff like that so it was just like really proud to call Cincinnati my home in a couple or in hopefully a couple weeks yeah, so yeah, yeah so, that was definitely it made, me, made me feel really good about the decision for sure. yeah so you are speaking out about it Will Cheddar was on the podcast he speaks out about it right what, yeah and you guys are friends you know what I mean what's that like having yeah. this like you, this is Rochester guys right like you guys are right. like one of the best basketball players in this area right. and then you're also kind of friends and you're also united on right. this how's that how's that nice to have that connection right. there yeah we just had a lot of talks because like you know, he obviously in a little bit of a smaller town, he goes to like a smaller school and I can just relate to that. And I think he's just fine. Like, it's just good to be able to like, have those conversations. Cause you know, in a, like in a smaller town, like where I came from, it's harder to find people with the same kind of views. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit more conservative. And so like, it's been good to have, I think for us to have those conversations cause we, we have, a, it's crazy. Like how much we have in common. Cause like we both lived in China. I don't know how many people know about that, but like we both lived in China obviously we both are pretty good at basketball and then like just our views are like like very much the same so um it's just been good to find uh that uh, a like person yeah. and have those kind of conversations um but yeah it's just it's been good to uh get to know him a lot more and stuff yeah. so i want to know more about the china story you both lived yeah. in china take me through that yeah so yeah so this is crazy like i didn't like i i haven't known will for super long like, we've been here for three years, but I probably met him for the first time, like, last year. We worked out in the winter a little bit, but now we're just, like, really close because we've been working out there every day. But, yeah, like, the f- first couple of times we worked out, we were just, like, talking. And he was like, yeah, I lived in China. I was like, wait, I lived in China, too. And then he was like, like, it turns out it was, like, the same exact, like, he lived there for two years. We lived there for one year. Wow. Like, it was the same exact, we were there the same exact time. Um, he lived in Beijing, and we lived in Guangzhou, so we were, like, complete opposite parts of the country, but... Yeah, like my his his dad's work took him there, and my parents both decided they just wanted to teach abroad for a year, so because that's something that I always talk about. So I think it's just that that we have that uh, worldly view has just also like given us yeah um, uh, different mindset than a lot of people. So, yeah, yeah, it's been we have a lot of cool conversations, like just crazy how much we can relate. So. That's awesome. Are you uh, trying to get Cincinnati to offer him? Yeah, so we've been. I mean, we like. They've been, like, uh, talking to him a little bit, but they've, like, picked it up a lot because we were just, like, telling him, like, like you got to offer this dude because we see him every day. We're like, this dude is this dude is good. Like, this, yeah. he's the real deal. Yeah. So, yeah. like, we, yeah, like, we're, they're uh, picking it up a lot. And, yeah, like, 
we're, we're recruiting them, even though they haven't offered yet. We're still recruiting. So uh, yeah, we hope that we, we hope we can get him to Cincinnati because he's such an awesome guy. So. so what have been those backcourt work backyard workouts with like Coach Norris yeah. and everything? And you got Will there, then right, the King right. boys. Like how right. how intense have those been? Yeah, I mean, like that was the first. Like we got some good run. Like I haven't gotten some uh, good run in a while, so it was good to get like all those guys there and um, like. Uh, it's just crazy that like we can like, we have like that many good players in like small town Minnesota like mm-hmm. just hooping outside so it was good uh, but yeah we've been like working at, like with Will a lot and uh, we go there like every morning and we just play ones and it's like it, it gets the shooting in because like me and Mason for the longest time didn't have like a consistent hoop because everything shut down so we've been using like double rims outside. <laughs> It was just like awful. Like, you can't like shoot on double rims. It's terrible. But um, once we, once Will, like we the stay at home order got taken off, and Will told us like we could come hoop at his house. So uh, it's been it's been like a couple weeks now. And yeah, it's been really good. So. Well, you got Alyssa yeah. there too, going to North Carolina. Was yeah. she able to hang yeah, with you guys? Yeah, she was. Yeah, she's really good. She's a. Yeah, it's just crazy. The, like the talent on that court was was really fun. So. Yeah. 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 As you kind of look forward to this, and you're going to go to Cincinnati, what's your timeline here for this? Have they let you know yeah, when you so, guys are able to get on campus? I mean, everything's still so fluid, like nobody mm-hmm. really knows. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we just got to be flexible. Uh, but they're telling us probably like end of June, uh, early July. So, I mean, football is uh, like our grade football is going on uh, next, like Tuesday and Wednesday, I think. Okay. So if everything goes well, then they're like hoping we can get on campus end of June, so yeah, or early July. So we hope, yeah. fingers crossed. So yeah, I don't want to waste too much more of your time, but yeah, kind of last thing here. As you kind of look around this, we are living through history, and this is a big right. this is a big point where I think the world might be able to change for good. But what right. what do you do after this to make sure that this continues to change that it's not just a you know a blip on our radar and that we're still working right. towards this stuff in a you know six seven months. Right. I mean, I think the biggest thing is we just need to continue to educate ourselves. Um, you know, I think that's such such a big thing right now. You hear it a lot, but it's just like, are you willing to do it? And like, I've like, I'm starting to read some books. I'm not a huge reader, but like, I figure that's the best way to do it is just read some books, um, listen to some books, listen to podcasts, uh, read articles, stuff like that. But like I said earlier, like, it's just like, are you willing to fight when it's not trendy? Like. Like, when everyone's not posting all the black screens and all Black Lives Matter, right? Like, are you willing to do that? Are you willing to stand for that when when uh, nobody's looking and it's not trendy? And that's got to be the biggest thing is and it, we just, when it's not fresh, you just got to keep fighting for it. So um, I just hope, I hope that it's, that this is a change, yeah. uh, that this is the one that, that changes everything. So. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and I feel it just like it just feels so different. So yeah, that's awesome. I really hope so. That's yeah. awesome. Gabe, I appreciate your time. Thanks so much for hopping on the podcast. We'll yeah, chatter in episode one, and Gabe gave Madsen in yes, two. Sir. That that's a pretty good back to back crew there. <laughs> Not too bad. <laughs> All right, I'll let you go, man. Thank you. All right, yeah, for sure. Thank you. Bye.